0: entitled, No Truth in the Land. Mm -hmm. No Truth in the Land. We'll be coming out of the book of Hosea. I'm going to start with verse 1. Hear the word of the Lord. ye children of Israel, that's the church. For the Lord has a controversy with the inhabitants of the land because there is no truth nor mercy nor knowledge of God in the land. Now this is God's word, this is not my word. He says he has a controversy Y'all know what the controversy is? That means that he's got a case of the law against this nation. He's got a controversy. That's a jurisprudent situation that God has against this nation. And the reason why is because God says that there's no truth in the land. You see, what we've done is we've taken the truth and we've twisted it and we've mixed it and fashioned and formed it. Instead of in the image of God, we've done it in the image of ourselves. Well. And the fact of the matter is, is that you can't build God's kingdom and your kingdom too. You can't build both of them. You're going to have to either build one and leave off the other. Or you're going to build the other and you're going to leave off God. He says there's no truth in the land. Mm. He says there's no mercy. And he also says there's no knowledge in the land he talking about church y'all no. we're not excluded see, see, see all, most of us the only thing that we ever know about church is to have a good time but see church never was designed for us to have a good time even though we do church was designed so that we could grow in God and be connected with God because Jesus Christ birthed the church He died for the church. I don't see no good time in that, do you? So we've taken what was serious and made it out of a good time. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to me. See, 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 you don't want to talk to me when the truth, because see, when you're at House of Destiny, we speak the truth now. Now, if you hear thunder roll up in here, then, then just take cover. And God said, I got a controversy against the inhabitants of the land. And He wants the church to hear it. A controversy is an indictment. So when I go over here to Ezekiel 38 19, and I'm just going to read it, it says. For in my jealousy, watch this now. He says, in my jealousy (laughs) and in the fire of my wrath have I spoken. Good God Almighty. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking. Where? In the land of Israel, in the church. God is fixing to shake this whole thing up. Now, when God brought the prophecy forth a few weeks ago and it went out, Harvey was already notified by God on what to do. So, I looked up the word Harvey and it means ready for war. And then I went on down and looked up a little bit further, and it meant she knows. The instructions had already been given. It knew where to go, what to do, how to do it. Already knew. God said, I'm sending this thing because there is no truth, no mercy, no knowledge in the land. Praise the Lord. But then he goes on in verse 2 of Hosea, the 4th chapter, verse 2 and verse 3. He says, now, by swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, say they break out and blood touches blood. Did that sound like America to you? I know it's in the world, but I'm talking about America today. Does it sound like it is? Not too long ago, to, so that you can understand what blood, touching blood means, you know, you've got to understand that when the word of God comes forth, we need to seek understanding from God about what he's saying. So when he say blood touches blood, I'm give you an example through murder and killing and all of that stuff. Not long ago, some children were sitting in a car over here at Biggerstaff, I think it was. Some of them were killed right there in the car. Do you not know that their blood touched one another's blood? Hmm? See, the Bible talks about how blood is going to run down through the streets. Now it's going to be playing in a theater near us soon in a greater degree than it is already. You see, because God's tolerance with us playing church and God's tolerance with those of us who are in and out of church and don't have no commitment to God, God's going to knock all of us to our knees. We're not exempt from Houston and the surrounding areas, people. You gotta understand what God is saying. Somebody need to get saved. Quit playing around here trying to build your kingdom. It ain't working. Somebody say it ain't working. It ain't working. And you know it ain't working. But we keep going back. The dog keep returning to his vomit. So he says here in verse. Blood touches blood. Going back to Ezekiel twenty-eight twenty-three, I'm just setting the stage here. Ezekiel twenty-eight twenty-three, God tells us, "For I will send unto her a pestilence." Blood into her streets. And the wounded shall be judged in the midst of her by the sword upon her on not just one side, but every side. And then they going to know that I'm the Lord, he said. You see what God has to do to us before we realize who the boss is. I know a lot of people don't like to hear it, but. God's going to have to kill some folk to get us to understand that he is God. Now, I know y'all don't want to hear that because you ain't used to preachers preaching like that. You, you, I know, I know. you probably used to those that going to tell your neighbor and do this and do that, but I'm telling you what God says. And then verse 3 in Hosea 4, verse 3 says, Therefore shall the land mourn, is not the land mourning out here? And see what affects one affects all of us. Look at the high price of gas, just how quick it went. Don't you think just because it hit over there that it ain't gonna affect you? Because it is. And it already is, but it don't stop there. Because a whole lot of things are made out of petroleum, plastic, whole lot of stuff. That means everything gonna go up. Not just gas. See, some of y'all just think about gas. What about them other hundred things that come from petroleum? Now what? See, that's going to go up too. But he says here in verse 3 that there's going to be a mourning in the land. That's what's going on. And everyone that dwelleth therein shall languish with the beast of the field, And with the fowls of the heaven, yeah, the fish of the sea also shall be taken away. All of this is playing out right Right, right now. You know something? When you see somebody jumping at a fish in their house because they got that much water, When you see a hawk that's so afraid, a wild hawk, that it gets in the car on the passenger side and gets over in the corner with his eyes that big and won't move and the driver is in the car and can't get it to move. Let me tell you something. The Bible says that the the beast of the field and the fowls of heaven and the fish too shall be taken away. Say there's going to be a morning in the land And they're going to dwell there in language That means they're going to be weak and feeble It's happening right now And it ain't finished yet In a few weeks you'll see Something is going to hit again And it's going to be another catastrophic event God's not through yet Now the prophecy is going out what you do with it is up to you. It's up to you. But I do know this: God is speaking. He is speaking, and that's why I'm gonna take my time and make sure that you understand that God is speaking. But you know what? what that word "hobby" also means blazing. Didn't that thing come in blazing? Jesus Christ. Ready, strong in battle, blazing, and it knew where it was going and what to do. The reason why all of this is going on now, it's going to start getting a little deeper here. Verse 4 of Hosea chapter 4, it says, Yet let no man strive nor reprove another. For the people are as they that strive with the priest. What he's saying is, is that we ain't even, at this point in juncture, God say don't even try to correct folk. Reprove means to correct them. Don't even try to correct them. And don't strive with people when people don't want to hear what thus says the Lord. He say don't, don't strive with them. He said the people are like as with they strive with the priest. In other words, you ever had somebody, preachers, Y'all ever had somebody come in the church and don't know nothing but they try to tell you what you need to preach <laughs> and try to tell you what thus saith the Lord? Well, where's your church? Where your calling? Where's your chosen ability? You know what I'm saying? So that that's just striving with the priest, not wanting to hear the truth. In other words, you want to Make things hard. See, see, if you ain't part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. So it says here that, it is the duty we owe to one another to give and to take reproof. Correction. That's the duty we got. It is one of the laws of Moses in Leviticus 19:17, "Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor. That's right. You're supposed to do it. Sometimes there is need to rebuke sharply. Not only to reprove, but to strive in hope to pardon men from their sins. But, is it, but this is what I want you to listen to. But it is a sign that individuals and our people are abandoned to ruin when we hear God say, let them not be reproved. That's a sign that God has become intolerant to our insanity. That's what it is. This is understood as God's command sometimes to the prophets not to pray for the people. Did y'all, y'all know that was in the Bible that God told the prophets at some point in time don't even pray for the people? Oh, you didn't know that was in there, did you? <laughs> well, it is. It's in Jeremiah eleven fourteen. 14. It's there. Jeremiah eleven fourteen. It talks about the fact that therefore pray not thou for this people. In other words, don't pray for this people. God Almighty. And you're going to tell me what God will do and what God won't do? And God's word tells us Amen. at some point in time, don't even waste your time praying for them. Neither lift up a cry or pray for them, for I will not hear them in the time that they cry unto me for their trouble. So what did God do? He goes in, he hits them, then he dances a waltz with them. He just sits there and drops 50 inches of rain. And then he backs up and goes back into the Heated water to get some more strength. And then he says, let let's me, let go. Then he goes and do the dance on up through Louisiana and all of that, you see. That's God. I'm going to show it to you in a minute that that's God. Because some of y'all don't believe God to do things like that. I've had people tell me that. Well, you know God don't do that. Well, God is a good God. He, God will kill you. Amen. You need to stop playing that foolishness up in here. That's what's wrong with us now. We don't believe God will kill us, but he will. because we don't believe it, it don't mean that he won't. Verse 5, he said, Therefore shalt thou fall in the day, and the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother. Thy mother there means I'm going to destroy the cause of it all, just causing all this sin in our life. He said, I'm, I'm going to stop this. You you, you see, I'm going to come through there, and I'm going to stop. I'm going to tear down the nightclub, the gambling places, the crack houses. I'm going to shut it all down. And that's exactly what he did. So here's God, and he's speaking a strong word here. And he said, now, not only are the people going to fail, but the prophets going to fail too. You know, we're the preachers. Some preachers scared open their church doors. Because they more caught up on building their kingdom than God's kingdom. And then somebody says, well, you know, God changed his heart. No, God didn't change his heart. Social media changed yeah. his heart. You ought, to just, you ought to just quit that. Well, y'all know I'm telling you. Yeah. And shame the devil. So God's word says here now, he said now, now the prophets are going to fall too in the night. So you see, the reason why the people are failing is because they're failing in the day because the day represents we're not doing what's required of God. That's why we're failing. And the reason that the prophets are failing, because they're failing in the night, they're failing to do what they need to do during the time of adversity. You see, the Bible says a friend loves at all times. But a brother is born out of adversity. You know, that's when you find out who's with you. Thank you, Brother Eddie, for being there for me. Thank you. That's a brother there. Me and him been through some things. Yeah. Some things. My man. Mm-hmm. It's my first deacon right there. First one. you always be. My man Verse six says in Hosea four verse six he say my people <clears throat> say they destroy why right. mm. <laughs> I had to spin on that one My people are destroyed because a lack of knowledge. Somewhere in the Bible I remember he's saying they forever learning but never coming. To the understanding of the truth. But they forever learn it. Got all kinds of doctrines. Got all kinds of books. And I ain't got nothing against books. I write books. I'm a published author myself several times. Though. I ain't got nothing against books. But this is the book that I love. Amen. This one right here. And I don't write nothing unless it's got to do with this. God got to be in it. Or it won't be written by me. Ain't gonna be nowhere you need to do this step and you need to do that step. No, you need to get saved and just do what God tells you to do and don't worry about all them other steps. let me tell you about something about steps. Steps will make you fall down if you miss one. So forget all them steps that them so-called TV evangelists. I ain't got nothing against television. I'm only two, but I don't play them TV games. I don't do that so, so, so here's God he says now <laughs> see, verse 6 says now my people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge because they rejected the truth see when you give it to them they reject it and he said I will reject them I will reject thee and thou shalt be no priest to me see all of us are kings and priests now according to the Bible he said, He made us kings and priests. I think that's in Revelation 1 6, I believe it is. Correct me, minister, if I'm wrong. But well, I know it's in there. He said, He made us, God made us kings and priests. He said, But here, because of our lack of knowledge, because we rejected knowledge and rejected the truth, He said that we ain't going to be no priests unto Him, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of God, and I will forget thy children. In other words, everything that we procreate, whether in the physical or in the spiritual, God say, I'm going to reject it. Cain, I don't want that, God said, because he brought the wrong thing to God. He brought the things that came out of the earth. That's what he did. He was a tiller of the ground. He brought the things and tried to get... See, see a lot of times we try to take material things and get to God, thinking God is going to... Exp- except that Mm -mm. God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth I preach that all the time that ain't going to change that ain't going to change you can't take none of this physical stuff down here with you none of it but we will work all our life he said both the priest And the people rejected the knowledge of God. And justly therefore, God will reject them. The reason why people did not learn and the priests did not teach was not because they had not the light. No, it ain't because of that. Because the light shined in darkness, but the darkness comprehended it not, John 1, 5 says. So it ain't because they didn't have the light. It's because they hated it. Mm, You ever try to correct somebody and they hate you for it? They're all right with you as long as you letting them do what they do. But you step in on their pet peeves, this minister, and you'll see. They'll tell you right quick, back up. You, you, you done gone too far. So they think they're rejecting the messenger, but they rejecting God. But they don't know that. But God knows it. God knows it. Go oh, on to say that now, look at here, because they hated the truth, the light. It's not because they didn't have ways of coming to the knowledge of God and of communicating it, but it's because they didn't have no heart to do it. They rejected it. See, see. let me tell you something, church. You can say you saved, and I'm going to still love you after I say this. hope you still love me. You can say you saved all you want to. But how many of y'all know just being saved ain't enough? Right. Right. Not what? That's right. You got to grow in this thing. In other words, God wants some interest. Otherwise, the talent, salvation, that he gave you, you just buried it. Right. Ain't got no interest on it. God going to be mad about that. Amen. Understand what I'm saying? See, you didn't know your salvation was a talent, did you? It's a treasure. See, but it is. So you can't say that you saved and you connected with God, but you ain't here or somewhere listening to God's word when you spoke bitter. You are lying, the truth ain't in you. I don't care what you say. And I don't care who you are. You can't say it, can you, Minister? If you say you love God, then you'll do what God tells you to do. You'll be where God tells you to be, and that's just all it is to it. And you will not make excuses, because there's been plenty of time when I can. Just a couple weeks ago, my whole knee was out. It was a ten plus on the Richter scale. It was hurting, but it didn't stop me. I preached in this pulpit blind, crippling, crazy, but I still found a way through God's Holy Ghost to do my job, because I'm connected with Him. I'm not perfect. But I got a relationship. You ain't perfect. Now ask yourself, do you have a relationship? At least I got a relationship. I may be going through hell and I may be going through some things, but I got a relationship. I can't get back. That's. Hey, girl, Digging there. I, that's right? I might say some wrong things out of my mouth sometime, but I can get back because I got a relationship. Oh, you don't never say nothing wrong. You don't never roll your eyes at your spouse. You don't never do that. You don't never want to choke them. Oh, you don't want to talk to me, see. We have to tell the truth up in here, right? Because that's what's going to free us, right? It's okay. It's all right. God's been good to us. Grace is a magnificent thing. Don't you underestimate grace. Don't you underestimate grace. Grace is a beautiful thing. And see, God knows that the word is going out. And y'all just don't realize how much hell we catch every week trying to get this thing out. Technology will run you crazy. And and that old devil, that old gremlin will get in that technology. And boy, it will test you not one week, every week. We go through some stuff to get this word out Because the devil don't want it to go out Now if we're already going through stuff We need y'all to help pray for us So that we can get this thing out Because we are a team right Right. We are a family right Amen Am I doing I, I I just I don't want to make you mad Because if I make you mad You won't listen And I need for you to hear well, thus saith the Lord, there's no truth in the land, and God is feeding spank us again. I need you to hear that. That's the core of the message today, to be agile. Watch and pray. Don't do like that woman did that ran in that house, had her eyes closed while she was driving, <laughs>
1: and ran in that
0: house. Jesus didn't say pray and watch. Jesus said, Jesus said watch and pray. You ain't going to go to hell if you don't close your eyes when you're praying. I'm sorry. You need to know what's going on around you. He said. I'm just telling you what God's word say. God's word say watch and pray. So while y'all praying, I'm watching that door because I don't want nobody. See, I don't want nobody coming up in here doing that thing like that. I'd rather for them to get me. I'm going to try to stop him. Before he gets y'all, because that's my job. Captain always go down with the ship. If he don't go down with the ship, then, well, you better change captain. So that joker, there will leave you stranded. Huh? Hey, that, that my girl right there. Hey, babe. God, she done grow up. Hmm. Jesus Christ. That means I'm getting old. Hmm. All right now. All right. <laughs> God they rejected the truth, verse 7. Hosea Paul verse 7 said, "And they were increased, so they sinned against me. Therefore, I will change their glory into shame." See, here's the thing. As we increased, mm, we changed the glory of God Into the glory of shame in us, as we increase. You see, we were all right long we were small, but soon we're along the line in growth. If you're not careful, you'll lose your sight, and what used to be God's glory now you made it your glory, and now it's become a shameful thing. So, 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 so God says here now. He says now and. As they increased, so they sinned against me. God said, and He said, now "I'm going to change their glory into shame." Now He said, "Now it was their honor that they were increased in number. Mm-hmm. It was their honor that they were increased in wealth. It was their honor that they were increased in power and dignity, but it wasn't in God's honor." So God got a word for that. Go to Revelation 3:17. Revelation three seventeen. Put it up on the screen, please, if you can. The Word of God says, Because thou sayest, I am what? Rich. rich and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knoweth not that thou, now this is how God think about you, art rich, those of us that think that we rich, See, we got a lot of churches out here got magnificent oil faces and all of that stuff and they think they really got it going on, right? God don't care nothing about that. You see, and this ain't nothing new because the disciples did the same thing with Jesus. First thing they wanted to do was show Jesus how beautiful this temple was. I just want you to look it up. And Jesus said, man, I'm not interested in that because let me tell you something, not one block is going to be standing on top of another with that thing. <laughs> Jesus ain't interested in in building physical building, He's talking about this temple. This spiritual temple. That God is wanting to build. And that's why we perish. Because of a lack of knowledge. Because we know how to build big churches. We know how to make get big congregations. See we know all that. But we don't know how to build spiritual houses. Because we're lacking in knowledge. My people are destroyed. Because of lack of knowledge. They really are. But because we say, I'm rich, I'm increased with goods, and I have need of nothing, God say, uh-uh, you're rich, you're miserable, you poor, mm. you're you black, you naked. you everything opposite of what you thought you were. <laughs> if you fall in that category up there of saying to yourself, I got it going on. The higher you go, the more humbler you better get. I learned that. Because God'll put a limp in your hip. And make you remember. See everybody got a limp in their hip to keep us humble. You see? It ain't just Jacob. It ain't just him. It ain't just Naaman that had leper, we all got a leper. Somewhere we all got some leprosy in us, some sin. No matter how great we think we are, we are. But through the blood of Jesus, we are healed. But if that blood be removed, guess what? There it is again. Getting close to the end. Says that the beginning of this nation was small. That's why Zechariah tells us who has despised the day of small beginnings. Job tells us that although your beginning was small, you will greatly increase in the latter end. See, a big shot ain't nothing but the continuation of a loose shot. It had to start somewhere. And it just kept going. It didn't care nothing about the weather. It didn't care nothing about the things. It didn't care. It kept going until it hit something. And that's what we got to do. We got to keep going until we hit something. But if you don't put a target in front of you to hit, you you most likely ain't going to hit nothing. But Al. You see, if you don't have no vision, not only for the church, but you see, every man is supposed to have a vision over his house. And if he doesn't have a vision, then that family will perish. Now, if his vision is all about him, mm-hmm. y- y- it's going to be some trouble. Because now you're trying to build your kingdom and you done left off God's kingdom. See, what, see how that thing worked? Y'all understand that, don't you? It's all right, ain't it? Ain't it? Y'all ain't mad are you? <laughs> I'm going to be dying, brother. That's my wife back there. She's a good girl. <laughs> she trying to keep me straight. <laughs> i won't <gonna> be dying. i will going be dying. Nice. She'd be back there like, okay. <laughs> She'd be back there directing traffic. <laughs> good girl, though. Love her. She's a good one. So the beginning of this nation, it was small, people. We're doing good. But in the process... Of time, it greatly increased, did it not? And it grew very considerably, didn't it? To be what's known as the greatest nation at one time on the face of the earth. They still think they are, but I beg to differ. But it's still in their mind that they're the greatest, you know. But that's what pride and ego and craziness will do. Crazy will make you crazy. Make you think you're more than what you are. You know what I'm saying? At some point in time we got to realize our limitations. Man got to realize his limitations. Now you know, even the sea realizes its limitations, and the only time that it comes over that is when God tells it to. So the more populous we became, the more we increased in sin as this nation grew. The more committed to sin we became The more profane we became Our wealth, our honor, our power Only made us more daring in our sin That's what it did Felt that we didn't need God no more Just look at verse 10 through 14 I'm going to run through this It says now, Hosea 4 verses 10 through 14 It says, and they shall eat and not have enough He's talking to this land See, the eyes are never filled. They're always coming up with something trying to get you, and and we're never satisfied. We're just eating all this stuff, you know. Eating, you just don't eat with your mouth. Did that go past somebody? Put your gloves up. I say you just don't eat with your mouth. Catch that. The eyes eat. They're always wanting. They're hungry. Ears eat, your feelings eat, your smell eats, everything. More, 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 more. The more we get, the crazier we get. Right? Am I right about it? Say, but they shall eat, they shall not have enough. They shall commit whoredom and shall not increase. They shall have left off to take heed because they have left off to take heed to the Lord. See, that's the reason. For them in wine and new wine will take away the heart. Do you, you, you believe that? Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will do. And we just ain't talking about sex here. See, that thing is spiritual. Where we go cutting out on God. With all kinds of things. See, that, That's what we're talking about here Mostly. Because before we do it in the physical, it's already in our spirit anyway to do it. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Verse 12 says, My people ask counsel at their stops. In other words, they don't ask counsel from God. They ask it from among themselves. And their staff declares unto them their own power. For the spirit of whoredom hath called them to error. And they have gone whoring from under their God. Verse 13. They sacrifice upon the tops of the mountains and burn incense from the hills under oaks and poplars and elms because the shadow thereof is good. Uh Uh-huh. Therefore your daughters shall commit whorem and your spouses shall commit adultery. This is God's word. Don't get mad at me. Verse 14. And I'm done. He says, I will not punish your daughters when they commit fornication, watch God. He said he ain't gonna punish them. That what he said, now. Nor your spouses when they commit adultery. Say he ain't gonna punish them. Watch this. For themselves are separated with whores and they sacrifice with harlots. Therefore, the people that doeth not understand shall fall. See, God don't have to do nothing. We do it to ourselves. He said, I ain't, to, I ain't got to punish you. You're going to bring damnation. Us? Uh, America is bringing damnation on themselves. You see, we made God angry. The other week here up down in Charlottesville, Virginia, we made God angry. God don't like that ugliness. They got that mess down there in Texas, too. God don't like that. God don't like it. God wants us to be one You see And the only way we're going to be one Is in Jesus Christ So God's sitting back He's watching this stuff I'm going to deal with this Y'all might not want to deal with it But I'm going to deal with it You ain't going to have to deal with it Just tell God about the injustice And watch what God do Watch what he do He'll drop you to their knees And he ain't through He ain't through He's not through. He's coming through. He's coming. You're talking about the day of the Lord. The Bible says the day of the Lord is neither day or night. We saw that at the eclipse. Didn't it look funny that day? Wasn't that the weirdest day? That's the day of the Lord. See, we didn't know that that was the day of the Lord. And then he sent that thing. Then he sent that thing. Now Nahum... Have I got Nahum? If I have, put it up there. But Nahum in 1-3, verses 1-3, tells us that God is slow to anger. But he's mighty in power. And he will not acquit the wicked. That's what he said. And then he goes on, and this is what he says. He says, because the way of God is in the whirlwind and the storm. Good God Almighty. And that ain't all. And then he says, and the clouds are the dust of his feet. Now you tell me God wasn't walking in that storm. You tell me he wasn't. God got our number. He know how to call us up. <laughs> it don't make no difference where we hide. We can't get away from Him. So we might as well get this thing right, church. Somebody say, "Get right, church." Give God some praise. Give Him praise up in here. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Thank you, Jesus. Well, yeah, brother. Appreciate it.